about it, but it's a necessary evil, perhaps, part of life. We're talking about wills and estate planning. A lot of people do make a mistake by not planning for these things. Kevin Ruth is head of wealth planning and personal trust at Fidelity Investments, based in Boston, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio at our Bloomberg headquarters right here in New York City. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Carol. People don't want to talk about this. They really don't. I've seen it in my own family. Yes. So... Um, what's the typical mistake, biggest mistake that people make? Yeah, well, the reason people don't want to talk about it because it's kind of the trifecta of topics you don't want to talk about, right? It's death, which no one wants to talk about death. Uh, we want to live forever. It's, of course, taxes, which we don't want to talk about taxes, too, because they seem to just go up, not down. Right. And then, you know, it's also talking about money and how many families like to sit down at the dining room table and talk about money. And so um, I think the, the biggest um, problem is people don't talk about it. It's actually family members don't talk about um Who's named as the executor? Who's the trustee? How are things structured? And so by not talking about it, what happens when there is a death, um, there's a lot of surprises. You know, I'm, from, I'm one of seven kids, so our family was large. And I think my, my parents in planning, because they knew there were so many moving parts, <laughs> they did plan it out pretty well. But I agree with you. Um, so what's kind of the first step to take? Um, I think the first step is uh, there's some basic estate planning documents that you should get in place regardless of your wealth. A lot of people think estate planning is only for the very wealthy. You have to have a lot of assets, but it's really not. Really, um, there's kind of four basic documents that you should get from an estate planning standpoint. You should have a will. For a lot of people, depending on their state, you should have some type of trust. And then you need to have other documents that actually protect you while you're alive. A power of attorney, if something mm -hmm. happens to you, should become not able to handle your finances. And then also, if, um, if your health starts to fail and you can't make health decisions anymore, a health Healthcare power of a director, a healthcare directive, things that somebody could make decisions for you uh, in, 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 in case you can. And to me, that's like your foundation, and right. that's kind of where you should start. And it's interesting. I remember meeting with a lawyer, and, th and that's exactly kind of the hit list that they took off for my parents and to make sure that that was all in place. Yeah. What a lot of people don't realize, too, is you can't stop there because um, – if you own IRAs or you have life insurance or you have 401ks, assets that actually have beneficiary designations, um, the will or a trust doesn't control where those assets go. They're actually controlled by the beneficiary designation. And so um, besides having those basic documents in place, what you need to do is you need to coordinate them with your beneficiary designations and also titling of property. So if you own a home, right. your home is going to be probably titled, if you have a spouse between the two of you, that that has nothing to do with your will. It's going to pass outside of your will. And you have to make sure all that stuff is coordinated. We're talking with Kevin Ruth. He's head of wealth planning and personal trust at Fidelity Investments, uh, based up in Boston in our New York studio today. Tell me a little bit about trust, because I do think people think, well, trusts are really for the, you know, the uber wealthy. Yeah, no. So um, what I don't, a lot of people don't realize is there's two really types of trust. There's irrevocable trust, and then there's revocable trust. Irrevocable trust, I think, are more for the uber wealthy who are trying to transfer assets out and try to avoid estate taxes. Mm -hmm. But revocable trusts are used as kind of um, in place of a will to control assets um, once you die. The difference between a revocable trust and a will is that, number one, it's private. And so a will gets probated. And so that will gets taken down to the courthouse and gets probated. It's public, becomes a public record. And so for many, many of our clients, they don't want to have what who they're giving money to and how they're giving money away to become a public record. And so a trust is a much better uh, option for them. The other thing a trust does very well is it actually uh, avoids probate. In a lot of states like New York and other states, probate can get very expensive. Mm -hmm. It can be uh, it can get be very long and drawn out. And so if you have your assets in a trust and your trust controls the disposition of your assets, um, much, much in less inexpensive than a will. Kevin, I'm listening to you. And it, to me, it sounds like why wouldn't everybody do a trust right. rather than a will. Yeah, it's just, you know what it is? I think it's a lot about education. And um, it's, this is one of these topics that it's an intimidating topic. It's a topic that um, 
people don't want to take the time to really learn. And again, it's a topic that when you talk about death, people don't want to actually, um, you know, really just dig into this stuff. And so uh, I would say, um, I think for most people, a trust is a very good option. There are some states, though, where probate's very simple. There are states where, um, you know, if you don't have a lot of assets, if you're not concerned about privacy, that a will can be a very good option, too. What about, though, a trust in terms of tax implications? Right. So the type of t- trust I was talking about, a revocable trust, doesn't really help from a tax standpoint. But if you do irrevocable trust planning, you can actually then you set up trust, transfer those assets out of your estate, and get some very good tax advantages. And so a lot of a lot of wealthier clients will use trust as a way to transfer assets down to their beneficiaries in a very tax-efficient manner. So like property and go through Pro- the list. Property, stocks, bonds, um, life insurance, uh, businesses. Um, it's a lower tax rate. It's it's not that it's or, a lower tax or is rate. It just it's deferred. That, it's that you when you if you transfer something out today, all that appreciation that gets that um that, so if you so you start up a lot of times you see it with small businesses pre IPO, mm-hmm. you you get something that's small you incubate it it's not worth that much money you put it in a trust at that time once it's in that trust all that growth in that from that asset as it grows it becomes a public company whatever happens to it all that growth is out of your estate which means you pay no estate tax on it and so it's really a way to get um, a highly appreciating asset could be a, could be a publicly traded stock could be a, a closely held business out of your estate so you can get the growth out of the estate uh, interesting um, you, uh, okay so we, we kind of talked about so if somebody wants to start what do they do who do they reach out to yeah so this is this is this is a topic that is intimidating I think one of the things we we realize with fidelity is a lot of people don't want to do this on their own. They actually do need help. They do want to go to an attorney. Right. Um, and so we've actually built something for Fidelity clients called Fidelity Estate Planner, which is actually, it's an online digital experience for free for our Fidelity clients where you can go and educate yourself on what trust and estate planning is all about. You can actually get yourself organized so that you actually understand when you go see an attorney what they're going to ask you, what are, what are questions mm-hmm. that are going to come up, and so you feel more empowered. We do see a lot more people offering, just like the robo-advisors, exactly. whether it's Fidelity or others, where you can, you know, and certainly a younger generation is looking to do things online. Uh, the other thing is, just got about 10 seconds, yep. things like passwords and things, like make sure your family knows. Yeah, no, so, you know, people don't realize that they have a, a digital assets, Facebook, uh, Instagram, those are things that when you die, someone, <laughs> so, who do you want to take care of your Facebook once you're gone. You have to know who's who. You got to name that in your will. Who's gonna Not who's gonna be the person for responsible me. for you? I have no, Facebook. no Facebook, but then you don't have to worry about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ruth, this was fun and interesting. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Head of Wealth Planning and Personal Trust Fidelity Investments in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.